Hello and welcome once again to the Minorities Report. Thank you guys for joining us. As always, I am your head minority in charge, Gus. Along with me is Jay. How you doing, everybody? So we're missing Sammy Hayden again. I know it's becoming a pattern, but you know what? You're going to have to deal with us too. Yeah, just makes it a treat when she comes back. I can be pretty. No, you can't. No, I know I can't. <laughs> well, not as pretty as her, but anyway. <laughs> we wanted to talk to you guys this week about some things that have been in the news. I know that we already had an episode where we talked about Kanye West, but guess what? He's he, dumb the dumber some more. He's back onto his bullshit again. <laughs> so, Jay, did you hear the voicemail that he left for Michael Rappaport? Oh, Jesus Christ. It was like worse than the Alec Baldwin voicemail he left for his daughter. Dude, if you're going to come at somebody, don't come at Michael Rappaport. Yeah, because as you all know, Michael Rappaport, actor, comedian. Um, can we call him an activist? I'll call him an activist because, you know, he's, he kind of is. Yeah. He's just a badass New York Jew yeah. that hangs out with the bros. He's more down than the Beastie Boys. So pretty much he's every dude you hung out with yeah. back in, uh, you know, in your youth. He was. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. a cool Jewish kid that you hang yeah. out with. But yeah. So, um, you know, as you know, is that uh, Michael Rappaport is famously, you know, against anti-Semitism, anti-racism. Anti-everything. Dude. Anti- he's, anti- just, well, he's basically anti-douchebag. He's, he's a very liberal thinking kind of dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And everybody, for the people who don't know, they, they know him from his video. He did a video about his cat or some cat that he saw in his backyard. You've seen it. Well, it was, I don't even think it was his cat. He does a voiceover. Ma, look at this fucking cat. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very Jewish next door neighbor oh, yeah. type of thing. So, but anyway, Kanye West left him this ridiculous voicemail blaming the Jews for everything. That was when after Kanye announced that he was going Depcom 5 on Jews. Mm-hmm. So... He had made a video. He was on a, well, he didn't make a video. He was on a podcast and he said, I could say anything I want. I could say anti-Semitic statements and Adidas would not drop me. There is nothing I could do that Adidas would drop me. Five hours later, (laughs) Adidas dropped his ass. Dude, Trevor Noah had the best line. He goes, so Adidas is dropping Kanye West. So you won't, you won't longer be able to get your uh, Yeezys. He goes, well, you can make your own. Just take a regular pair of sneakers and microwave them for 30 seconds. <laughs> his alien shoes. Dude, they look ugly as fuck. How but, do people pay $300 but for those this, But th- this is the definition of rock bottom because this is Skechers. This is the oh, no, same. No, 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 no. Where are these? We didn't get to that yet. We didn't oh, get dude. to the Skechers Wait, wait, hold yet. on. Re- but, rever- cut this. Reverse. Yeah. So anyway, but besides that, also on that same podcast, dude, why would you admit this to anybody? He said that... They started talking about the MAGA hat. Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know what's fucked up? When your own wife, when your own wife says that the MAGA hats are small dick energy. I mean, he ain't wrong. <laughs> but I'm saying is, yeah. no, but why would you admit that yeah. your wife said that? Yeah. <laughs> so Kim Kardashian just straight out and said, yo, little dick. <laughs> <laughs> but after the whole thing was where uh, adidas dropped him apparently he went to manhattan beach in california the headquarters of sketches mm-hmm. and he walked in there dude i saw that I, I sent you the picture he, of him. he walked in freaking <laughs> looking like a like one of the guys from organization 13 and kingdom hearts in galoshes dude he he looked like the the kid from fat albert but without the holes in the hat he had on this <laughs> fucking bucket hat over his face and rain boots on yeah. Okay. That just, that just shows that he's trying to make anything a thing, bro. He went to Skechers unannounced yeah. and uninvited. Guess and, what they did? And they kicked him out. <laughs> now, bear in mind, this is the same company 
that made those little wheelie shoes. Wheelies. They made wheelies a thing. Yeah. They made wheelies a thing. And pretty much every annoying kid on earth decided to like, you know, wheel around at like grocery stores, malls and everything. And yet that was their breaking point. You know, I might be fucked up, but I was always waiting for them to eat shit. Oh, same here. Like when I worked at a grocery <laughs> store like years ago when like those were like at its peak and everything, yeah. I had to, you know, constantly watch out for kids who were like wheeling around and I expected one of them to like fall into like one of our uh, displays or like, you know, the seafood display. Bro, I've been, I just have a morbid sense of humor because Sammy will tell you I laugh the hardest when I see uh, basic white girls, you know, the UGG type, you know, pumpkin spice latte types. When they try to be cute in videos and they eat shit. <laughs> or just anybody eating shit. Like even cats, dude. There's this one really funny one where there's a cat on a bed and it's wiggling its butt and it's going to try to jump to the dresser and it biffs it because he misses it completely. <laughs> I don't know why shit like that just makes me laugh. Um, as far as the girls one go, and I'll cool move on after this, it's, it's a really well-known one. It's this girl where she's got like a 50 cal revolver in her hand. And she's in a bikini top and, and booty shorts, and she's, like, trying to be cute. And she holds the gun in front of her, and she shoots it. But oh, she has so much kickback, yeah. she busts her nose. <laughs> That's so hard. It, was, it looked like Robocop's gun, the Auto 9, that she was handling. Yeah, I'm like, uh, uh, uh. Oh. <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, Kanye has been in the news doing all this shit, bro. It's been quiet the last few days, which is a scary thing. But actually, no, that was yesterday or the day mm. before yesterday with Skechers. What's he gonna? Yo, New Balance better look out. He's mm-hmm. coming for them next. <laughs> oh, God, New Balance! Oh my God! Because I, I honestly, I think New Balance would probably embrace him since, like, you know, most of their customers usually are, uh, you know, of the MAGA hat variety. But, so, but they're usually a little bit more seasoned than right? Kanye. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's talking about old. He's old as fuck. Yeah. But it, it's kind of the hierarchy. He's going down. He went from Adidas. To Skechers, New Balance, oh. then it'll be air like Airwalks after that. I think. Oh God, Wait, or Vans, is, or is Airwalks above? No, Vans, Vans are up there with Chucks. Eh. But, but dude, well, dude, all the skaters still wear Vans. Yeah, that's not exactly. Yeah, it's you a very niche standard. <laughs> anyway, it's a niche crowd. But he was he did that over at Skechers, and all I could think mm. about is oh my. But okay, I I thought it was funny, and I saw the outfit, and I thought it was hilarious, but I also felt sad. Yeah. Because he was a guy suffering from an obvious breakdown. His wife left him, and she started dating Pete Davidson, and his sneaker company dropped him. Well, they had every right to drop him. Dude, did you hear that he was projected to have lost, I think it was like $3.5 or $4 billion he lost because of that deal? Yeah, he lost his uh, billionaire status. And well, everything. Yeah, yeah, he dropped uh, from the but, Forbes. Oh, you didn't yeah, see yeah. the post that made? I said, oh, I saw oh it. He, should we start a GoFundMe yeah. for him? Right. Well, you know what the thing is, is that it's funny you mentioned GoFundMe because his the same with his latest album. Like he needed a crowd uh, uh, crowdfunding to get get that kick. Shut the fuck up! Swear to God. But wait, he had a billion dollar shoe deal. He owns a, a sports agency company. And correct me if I'm wrong. Doesn't he even own a high school? Uh, I he sure. owns a high school because I heard that his team for his high school was disqualified from a tournament because he has something to do with them. Dude, Madame Tussauds and <laughs> Madame Tussauds retired his statue. Oh, they put it in actually, storage. No, actually, it's uh, yeah, you're thinking of the, uh, I'm looking it up now, the Donda Academy. Yeah, Donda, because that's, yeah. that's also the name but, of his sports agency. Well, no, that's actually the m- name of his mother. 
Right, but yeah. I'm saying that's the name of his sports agency. Right, right. Donda. Right, but um, it closed as well, actually. The school closed? Because of the controversy. Oh, like, wow. I See, swear, it's like, so, so it's just this path of destruction he's been taking that's, you know, affected his marriage, his family, his uh, ventures. Like, pretty soon, he's going to end up like Bobby Fischer, just dude. like completely off the grid. Oh, yeah, no, dude. Oh, he's already growing out his uh, wilderness man beard. You yeah. Know also another thing he said on that same podcast dude mm-hmm. he's just he was out of control man some mm-hmm. of the stuff he was saying on there i don't know who was it that was interviewing him i think it was sway but the, jesus christ dude they actually took down the episode because they got so much fucking uh kickback from that people were fucking bitching about it well yeah the, it dude, was... the dude is suffering obviously from a mental disorder and he's really in a bad space yeah and like we said last time, there's nobody helping him. I was about to say, it's, uh, and just like we said last time and everything, like there's no one in his corner that's looking out for his interests. Like, like I said, when his mother died, that was the beginning of the downward spiral. Because have you noticed, like, okay, so he was outspoken, like, you know, when his mother was alive, but like, you know, it was like stuff that you can, you can see where he's coming from. Like the, you know, like the Hurricane Katrina stuff, like, you know, there was some truth to that and all the other stuff. Um, I think like his only outburst was like at the European MTV um, Awards, and this is before this is like the whole the before like uh, Taylor Swift and everything. He was no, yeah, this is before Taylor Swift, but like yeah, he did like a uh, stage run on the at the MTV Europe Awards, saying like, "Come on, my video had Pam Anderson in it. Come on," and it didn't win. That was the extent of his craziness and everything. But other than that, like he was still like focused on his music. It was still like, you know, positive things happening from him. Wait, and this was in the early 2000s? Yeah, this was around like 07. And that was his brag. Pam Anderson was in his video. Bro, yeah. <laughs> maybe if it was 1995. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But Probably anyway. When was Baywatch big? Right. But anyway, I mean, like that was like the the extent of his outburst and i i actually i do miss that level of outburst when it was just stage running instead of you know blatant racism anti-semitism and all that and so um but yeah so when after his mother died there was nobody in his corner to look out for his mental illness like she did like well, she I mean, was like his rock his wife obviously married him for his money oh no no yeah yeah that was the worst part was when he married into a family of narcissists Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, let's be honest. They're all gold diggers. Mm-hmm. You know. He he, oh, yeah. The he, irony. Which was funny. <laughs> yeah. When, when he married Kim Kardashian, I was like, dude, you just sung about this. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's like, what are you kidding? But, I mean, yeah, he's just out of control, dude. I mean, I feel bad for him, but I don't. I don't because that's millionaire problems. I mean, he went from being a billionaire to a millionaire. Oh, poor him. You know, my bad shit. Should I fucking hold the telethon? Fucking, they're going to resurrect Jerry Lewis. He's going to come back. Oh, he would give a shit. He was Con- crazy Con- racist, too. Con- <laughs> Kanye's kids. <laughs> no way that Jerry Lewis would work with someone like Kanye. <laughs> uh, you know, mental illness aside and all that, there's one reason why. And we all know. I don't even have to say it. Well, you know, George Bush hates black people. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm quoting Kanye West. Dude, how uncomfortable did Mike Myers look when he oh, said yeah. that? Absolutely. He, it was like he almost wanted to walk off. It's right. it like I think he would have been like the original Homer gif. He would mm-hmm. just back up into the <laughs> They did poke fun at that. I, I, I give Kanye West credit after that because they did poke fun at that on SNL when he was the musical guest. 
and uh, they did a backstage sketch where, uh, what's it called? Lauren Michaels asked one of his black cast members, not Keenan, I think it was Finesse Mitchell, like, hey, can you talk with Kanye to see if he's good to go with like um, performing? He's like, you just want to make me uh, check if he's not going to do anything crazy. Yeah, so you didn't ask uh, Will Ferrell or any of them to do it, did you? No. no. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I also talked to him. Yo, yeah, he gave me money. But yeah, and then he comes out and he says, did you seriously send a black cast member to ask if I was going to do something crazy? And he does the whole like, hey, look over there, and then runs off. Wait, is that the same episode at the end he was talking about MAGA? And- no, no, no. Oh, this is way, okay. no, again, this is back during when Katrina gotcha. happened. Gotcha, like, gotcha. When, he was, those- when he was on his meds. Right, right, exactly. So see, when he was, see, and that's an example of like actually, you know, poking fun of himself. He was self-aware because he was on his meds. He had a, you know, his head on his shoulders and everything. And you know, it's funny when he was walking the uh, hallway because that was supposed to be a intro to him performing that he runs into Mike Myers in the hallway. It's like, Hey, how's it going? Mike? Like, Oh, Hey, Kanye doing good. I'm, I'm good. Uh, the FBI bugged my phone. Exit stage left. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay, party on, Wayne, because, you know, that was your thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, no but that was, a, that was like a huge, and I'm, and I'm glad you mentioned the MAGA uh, appearance on SNL. That was a huge, they were both contrasting to like how Kanye's like mindset was. Like, because back then during the Katrina, like, you know, he was outspoken. However, he still had his head on straight. Then the MAGA shit, that was a whole other clusterfuck definitely you move you know so we just i don't know i just hope the best for him and i i just want him to i just want him to get help i want him to be around people that actually care for his well-being not these fucking yes people not these narcissists are riding on his coattails i'm, I'm talking about some real folk I, he needs a barbara to his hannah well what do, i mean what about what's her face uh candace owens didn't wasn't she like all defending him where's she at now Oh, she did the Homer Bush thing too. <laughs> yeah. She was like, Oh, I don't know that she was like, I don't know that crazy motherfucker. Oh, now you don't know him. Yeah. It's always the same way. They use people they use people and then when they do something fucked up, it's like, Nope, don't know you. Who's that? What? Kanye who? Oh, they'll throw them under the bus. There's no loyalty with these people. God no. Yeah. No, 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 no. Moving on. So I also wanted to talk to you about um Marjorie Taylor Green. <laughs> Oh shit! When she got trolled on a, uh, uh, you know what I've been calling her on a uh, social media? Maggot Trailer Green, Midge, Midge. Because you know how Mo, oh, he's called, called Marge, Marge Midge. Midge. <laughs> Get out of the way, there, Midge. <laughs> so she she was on a public access, dude. That this is how the bottom of the barrel she'll scream. She was on a ac- uh, public access uh, TV show by this old couple that was hosting, and they were taking phone calls. And every phone call, they were they were just ripping her a new one. Oh this God. lady was talking about, oh, you want to take away women's rights? And she insulted the woman because the woman did sound like she was older. She said, well, let me ask you, are you having children anytime soon? I don't think you are. Wow. Like, That's not the point. But what? I mean, when the fuck is Midge going to have kids anytime soon? Right. She looked like she's a little past her prime, too, if you know what I mean. Tumbleweeds. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. So that was fucked up for her to say, but the best part was that her opponent, 
um, Raphael Warnock, he bought all the ad space during the show. So every time they would go to a commercial, it was a commercial for his campaign. (laughs) (laughs) So she's sitting there being interviewed, and every time they cut to a commercial, it's, hi, I'm Raphael Warnock. (laughs) So she's getting shat on. And rightfully, rightfully so. She's getting shat on by the people. And he's getting money out of it. That's just brilliant. Honestly, that is like some fifty cent level of genius right oh, yeah, there. Because, like, because as you know, like you know the story about fifty buying two hundred seats you of mean uh, fitty, fitty, or Curtis Jackson, if you will, um, buying like around like several rows of seats at a Jive Roll concert yes, only when for they them. Had their big rivalry. Yeah. yeah, only for that whole section to be empty. Yeah, <laughs> it was fucking hilarious. That was like I, I, I well, feel like Warnock was like a. Was like a plan from the Fiddy playbook. Well, that was like that uh, when Donald Trump started putting out his campaign rallies or whatever, and they were giving out tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a bunch of fucking liberals went on there and just started uh, taking up the tickets because they were free. Yeah. So all you do is register. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna admit I did it. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and they would hold the tickets for you, but then you don't show up. <laughs> oh man! See what happens when you give th- something away for free? You you get trolled. Yep. <laughs> so she got trolled by Raphael Warnock, which mm-hmm. you know, Chef's Kiss. Absolutely. That was great. So, but she got so upset. Did hey, you all those people? They go, oh, the, the the snowflake liberals are always getting their feelings hurt. Do oh, you need a safe, safe space? Yeah, I was about to say. It sounded like she needed to go to her safe space. She did. Mm-hmm. They went to a commercial and they come back. It's the couple that goes, well. Uh, Congresswoman Green decided to leave. <laughs> that, is some, that is some Parks and Rec shit right there. She goes, she fucking I just, left. I, I just, I just picture like the chair she was, she was sitting in, like spinning and everything, and she's gone. It's so much for that alpha energy. I shoot big giant guns, and see, I'm gonna own the libs. See, the thing is, is that people like uh, Green and all that. They talk about their guns. They talk about you know their freedom. How they're, you know, they're not going to take any shit from the liberals. Guess what? They can't take it. And they fucking, like, like cowards, they just uh, book it. Well, see, the funniest thing, like I've always, like I've said before in the past, what they mistake is that there's Democrats, which is like a Joe Biden. Then there's uh, a, uh, what do you call it? A progressive, which is like an AOC. Then there's leftists. The leftists don't give a fuck about your feelings, you know? They go, oh, I've heard this so many times before. I thought y'all were all supposed to be um, understanding and sensitive and uh, what uh, accepting. You got that shit mixed up, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Like, yeah, and that's another thing. Like, we, they never said they'll be accepting, you know, racism, anti-Semitism, right. you know, storming the Capitol, well, domestic you may, terrorism. You may get some empathy from a, say, moderate Democrat mm-hmm. like a Joe Biden. Right. But you get a leftist, they're like, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. There's a saying online that goes, you go far enough left, you get your guns back. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what people don't understand. I would see so many people go, oh, the leftists, or oh, the liberals ain't got guns. No, but the leftists do. I got a, I know I see a whole bunch of people on there that are locked and loaded, ready to go, and they're they, leftists. Because they always think of, like, you know, liberals, leftists, uh, Democrats as the same person, like, you know, tree-hugging hippies. Exactly. That's the furthest thing yeah. from that. Granola, Birkenstock, wearing right. motherfuckers, and that ain't it. Dude. Right, right. I mean, a bunch, the majority of the military voted Democrat. Mm-hmm. You know, Pete Buttigieg is a, is a war veteran. So is uh, Raphael Warnock. He's a military veteran. These are guys that have seen war. Yeah. They're not fucking... 
They're not fucking tree hugging hippies. When I was at Pride, um, one of the um, groups that marched were um, um, what was it called? The women bikers, like uh, lesbian bikers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are some bad motherfuckers. Bro, like I would, something. I would love to have have their back in a fight and everything. Well, that's like on the episode we were talking about toxic masculinity. Yeah. There's another thing uh, that we were talking about was called uh, the male insecurity. The oh, you know what? I wrote the thing and I don't even remember. What was it the uh, the the male fragility. They see women and think, oh, they're the... Dude, that was what Lauren Boebert came out and said in a video. The woman is a lesser vessel. This is a An woman, actual woman. Yeah, yeah, saying this shit. Okay. That's some Stepford wife shit there. I man. was raised by a single mother and three sisters. Let me tell you something. They are not the lesser vessels. They can kick your ass, dude. I've met some women that will beat you, I was, you bad. Know, I was raised um, mostly by my mom. Um, share, uh, shared custody and everything, but mostly by my mom. You know, single mother, working, got her degree, served in the military. Didn't she, she, didn't she 20 plus years? Mm-hmm. Actually, 30 plus years. True. Yeah. yeah, and, and you're she's gonna, seen you're, some shit. Yeah, oh yeah, big time. And and that fucking GED failing bitch is gonna say <laughs> women are the lesser vessel. Oh go my god, fuck she, yourself. She failed it five times. Well, how about how about you go try to fucking run over your neighbors again, you psycho? Oh, dude, she okay. We're gonna go ahead and take a quick break. We yeah. come back. I got something to tell you about her too. Oh shit. Oh yeah. yeah. Hey guys, this is Jesse from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minorities Report. But don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we watch movies and have fun. Also, make sure you check out MI Slut, hosted by Andrea, where she gets down to the nitty gritty of people's sex life. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us again. We were talking about Marjorie Taylor Greene, but you hit on Lauren Boeber when you said something about running over. Her husband ran over to the neighbor's mailbox, right? Mm-hmm. Because their kids were terrorized in the neighborhood. Yeah. But now she's also being accused of killing one of her neighbor's dogs. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and this isn't like cute like Agatha. She It was like Agatha all along. This is actual fucking it was animal that, murder. It was that bitch-ass boobered all right. along. Right. <laughs> No, but I don't understand what the hell's wrong with Colorado that they voted for this woman. I don't get Cause, it. Because what's it called? You know that uh, saying, uh, the enemy of my enemy is my friend? Yeah. It's an extreme case. Like, you hate the same people I hate, I'm going to have your back. Uh, you mean bigots of a feather do racist together? Right. Okay. Mm. I like that one better. Bigots oh, of a feather. Bigots, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah bigots nice. bigots nice. of a feather, racist together. Yeah. See what I did there? Going back to Marjorie Taylor Greene, she was she debated Raphael Warnock. He She went off on this tangent, and he gave her a bless your heart. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh. Oh, during her the, the debate. Yeah, yeah she yeah. went on with some nonsense and he went, well, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> See, and that, honestly, that's all you could say when you just listen to a stream of verbal shit. Like, remember on uh, Facebook um, when I made that post about how um, it was a, uh, a still from uh, The Good Place. And it said, like, you know, millennials, they went through wars, recessions, a terrorist attack, all that shit. And then, you know, it's that still uh, from uh, Jason from The Good Place saying, I think we're in the bad place. <laughs> and that person I know went fuck full fucking boomer and started saying, like, you millennials and your video games and all that You're shit. You're high five. You're right, boob too. Right, right, right. Fucking Kim Brockman. Right. When I responded to him, all I could say was like, well, those are certainly all words. <laughs> that Honestly, that's all you could say is just look at the person because it's like somebody is shitting in their hand and throwing it. All you could just say, look, it's do is just look at it and say, 
Wow, that happened. Bro, I usually comment to those people, wow, you used a lot of words to say nothing. Right. <laughs> that was a whole lot of words to say right. nothing. <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. It, yeah. Like I told you, it reminds me of Kent Brockman when they say things like that. Oh, you know, you millennials with your hi-fi and your right. tube. Right. It was, uh, it was It was a fucking, and that's what these people are. They're they're fucking cartoon characters. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Like, and, they're, yeah, they're not even real people. It being Gen Xer, sometimes I hear Gen Xers talk like them. I'm like the boomer X's. I'm like, what happened to you? What happened to you? Who who hurt you? Who hurt you? <laughs> like, who hurt you? Like Peter who hurt you? Peter listening to Lionel Lionel Richie. <laughs> who hurt you? <laughs> no, and I just don't understand because, like I said, most of the Gen Xers I know, and if you guys know Gen Xers, you know how we roll. We just don't give a fuck. It's like we're gonna c- fucking call you out to your face. And, but we don't like we don't get on people like oh you because you're a millennial no because you're an asshole yeah, yeah. I was like has nothing to do with being a boomer it, Gen Xer millennial you're yeah. an asshole yeah it 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 is really weird to see somebody in that age group act like a boomer because they 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 people sh- uh, they of all people should know that it isn't like that and so for them to spout that shit out because I remember during our, our toxic masculinity um episode. I actually no, I don't. I didn't mention him, but we've we I've mentioned him during our private conversations. Was that one dude that asked about toxic masculinity, and I told him about it, and he went full fucking basically boomer, saying like, "Oh, you millennials are so sensitive and all that." It's like, no, we're not being sensitive. I'm just you're just being an asshole. Well, here's the thing: what people don't understand, and it goes into like we've we've talked about like Disney. Remember, we had an episode where we talked about Disney, where shit was back in the day where they literally had a crow named Jim in one of their fucking cartoons and Dumbo. We have progressed as a society. That's what they don't understand. It goes, oh well, times were different back then. Exactly, we're progressing as a people to be more inclusive. You know, back then, yeah, maybe this country was mostly just white people. It's still the majority are white people, and they were all in control. But as, you know, the Civil Rights Act was signed, and guess what? We people of color have a voice, too. And it just kept evolving. And what they don't understand, we're getting more and more immigrants from all around the world. You, it, we can't. People were up in arms when uh, in, in 2013, when they made Miss Marvel a, a, uh, a Muslim American. Even when they came out with her TV show, it was a Muslim American young girl. And people were all butthurt about it. Because of the simple fact of the matter that they think that it's their entitlement to control things. But we're getting off track. But going back to what we're saying, Raphael Warnock, he's an example. And he showed that when he, what, while he was debating her, he called her out on her shit. And then there was, he, he did commercials that he bought up. That's all the clapback. What Republicans don't understand is that de- most Democrats, especially the, the um, not leftists, but the progressives like an AOC, like a Raphael Warnock, like Fetterman, their clapback game is hard. Oh, Pete yeah. Buttigieg, yeah. Pete Buttigieg has the intellectual clapbacks. Right. Like he calls them out on their shit. Joe Biden, even Joe, old ass Joe Biden, Honestly, clapped back because yeah. he was talking about the uh, infrastructure bill. And he came out and said, Oh, all these Democrats, I mean, all these Republicans, and he started naming them. He was name dropping. He goes, All of them voted against the infrastructure bill, but now they're now they're uh, happy about spending that money, though. Mm-hmm. Dark know? Brandon, right there. Yeah. But you know, the thing is, is that fucking Democratic clapbacks are just so well done. They run the gamut of being witty like Buttigieg. Brutal like uh, Fetterman, uh, smart ass like Warnock, smart ass like Warnock, um, straight up fierce like AOC. Oh yeah, so their clapback game is strong. Republican clapback game is fucking terrible because it's low hanging fruit uh, reaching, 
It's based on lies. And most of all, it's mostly cell phones. Oh. Every time yeah, a Republican time. or like a far right conservative tries to like roast, it blows up in their face. It's basically that uh, video of the of the girl trying to shoot the de- with the Desert Eagle. They, every time they try to shoot, it hits them right, right back, back in their, their face. face. Well, it's because they project. Yeah. Like I saw a video recently where it was a uh, a, um, a, per- a drag queen that made a video about how that people are saying that drag queens are groomers and they're pedophiles. But they all, but then they went off with a list of all these conservative right-wing pastors that have been either charged or arrested for or, or even convicted of committing acts against children. I was like, so it's not it's not the drag queens you got to worry about. Right. You know, and it's just, it's, the, it's it's the ones that are screaming about the drag queens and exactly. all that. Exactly. Yeah. Those who scream the loudest, you need to look at them. You know, because that's what it is, dude. I like to like uh, take a page from uh, X Men, the animated series. Remember, um, what was his face? Um, he was the head of the um, Brotherhood of Humanity, or it was the anti. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he was, he, you know, he he was basically like the David Duke, but against mutants. Mm-hmm. And he's screaming about no more mutants, mutants are scum, blah 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 blah. Guess what they revealed? He has a mutant brother or a mutant father, but yeah, something like that. He was related to Sabretooth. He was Sabretooth was his father. Yes, Victor Creed was his father. Yeah, yeah. He was he was mis, I think he was Mystique's and Sabretooth's son, and that's what it was. Right, he, and he had no mutant powers, but his parents were mutants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, anyway, but the thing is that Raphael Warnock had a serious clapback game in that debate. In keep continuing with debates. So recently, I can't remember his name, but he's um, he's DeSantis' uh, opponent. On uh, in Florida for governor, and he hit him hard. He asked him one question, and he's DeSantis doesn't stop talking shit. Yeah. He made him shut up. Oh, uh, Charlie Crist. Charlie, yeah. He made him shut up with one question. He goes, "Can you promise the people of Florida that if you win the election, you will serve a full term?" He goes, and "It was like deer in the headlights." Yo, he got so quiet. He mm-hmm. goes, "Well." He, he was like Ted Knight in Caddyshack. Yeah. Well, we're waiting. Yeah. He, I remember what he said. He said, it's not a tough question. It's a fair question. He won't tell you. Yeah. It actually, it was funny because Chris does actually look like Ted Knight. But yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. The, the debates have been something. Dude, the Democrats have been debates on fire. Oh, yeah. Dude. Because you know why? Because Democrats are fed up. They are so sick of the bullshit. And we're talking about, and these are Democrats who are very progressive. Not moderate. Not middle of the, middle of the road. These are uh, Democrats that want change, like the the progressive that's running against. Oh God, I'm horrible with names. The one that's running against Marco Rubio, she hit him hard. Oh dude. shoot, I actually um she hit watched him a little of that real hard, and she was straight up. I don't give a shit mode. You know what I'm talking and about? And this is a woman that I believe, I don't know if she served in the military, but she became a police officer and she rose up the ranks and she actually became the chief of police, you know, and now she's a congresswoman. So, uh, see, yes, uh, Val Demings. Yeah, people yeah. talk about the American dream. She is the American dream, mm-hmm. you know? And oh, the other dude is um, JD Vance, the guy that's running against JD Vance. Fucking hit him hard. He called him an ass kisser, just straight up. <laughs> he just straight up called him an ass kisser. He goes, yeah. When are you going to get tired of kissing Trump's ass? He oh, goes, man. Trump literally said that you ki- you're kissing his ass to get his endorsement. He goes, Oh, he never said that. Motherfucker, he was on the stage and you came up. Fucking J.D. Vance introduced him, Trump. He went up there, and I've seen the video. Mm-hmm. He went up there, and he said, oh, do you want me to step here on the stage? He goes, no, go away. Just go over there. 
<laughs> and then he gets on the stage and proceeds to go, JD, JD's kissing my ass. It's like, wow, dude. And so he called him out on that. He goes, when are you going to stop kissing Trump's ass, dude? He, he made up some bullshit. He goes, first you called, and this is true, first JD Vance called Donald Trump the Hitler, America's Hitler. America's Hitler. And then he's like, oh, he's one of my good friends. Oh, God, the flip-flopping and all that. It's, it is so fucking pathetic. Because Scaramucci was like that. Remember Scaramucci? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He was like that. He, he, he talks shit about Trump like a character from Goodfellas. So did Ted like, Cruz, bro. Yeah, so yeah. did Lindsey Graham. Yeah, all these motherfuckers talk shit about them, about Trump, I mean. And then all of a sudden, you know, do the whole Gilligan's Island, like, you know, segue. Be whip. You're so great, Mr. Trump. You're the best president that's ever been. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Oh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, something I forgot to hit on when we were talking about her interview on that show. You want because you mentioned flip flopping. Yeah. She literally flip flopped in two sentences. She, the woman had asked her about, you know, the woman's right to choose. And she's like, I will always be in favor of saving an unborn child's life. That is murder. Mm. I, he goes, you know what? In human life in general, I'm all about saving human life. One sentence after that. And those men that, because the woman mentioned you want to make a 10-year-old carry the child of her rapist. She goes, those men that are raped, they should be put to death. Wait a minute. Hold on there. <laughs> you just said that you in favor of saving human life. Oh. No, any human life. And now you said that they should be put... Bitch, make up your mind. Okay, first of all, first and foremost, <laughs> pro-lifers don't give a shit about life at well, all. Well, see, they're not pro-life. No, no, that's they're what I'm getting... They're not pro-life. They're yeah, anti-woman choice. Yeah, I'm, that's what I'm getting at, is that they really don't give a shit about the women carrying those babies, and they sure as shit don't care about the babies after they're born. They're just these sanctimonious, self-righteous assholes who are always about making themselves look like they're better than people and are always about like, oh, you're killing babies, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, when it comes to the woman actually giving birth and she needs help, where are they? And also, the kids who are being murdered in those school shootings and those mass breed killings, where are the pro-lifers oh, now? dude. St. Louis. St. Louis is just another one. There's another one. Yeah. Another mass shooting. The kid killed two people. 15-year-old girl and a 60-some-odd-year-old teacher. And they said that the teacher went out a hero that she stood in between him and the kid in her classroom. And you know what? You go back and listen to our episode on insults. This is exactly, he modeled himself after that insult we were talking about in Canada that she committed the mass shooting because he said that he was an insult and he's a self-proclaimed insult and that he was doing this because he can't find a girlfriend. He can't get a date. He has no friends. He can't make any friends. He, he, he had his whole manifesto that he put out. And again, because, you know, we don't need gun control. We're mm -hmm. fine. He was another 19-year-old that walked into a fucking gun store, bought an AR-15, bought multiple fucking multi-round magazines and all this ammunition at fucking less than 20 years old. He had went back to his high school that he just graduated the year before. And what'd he do? He started shooting people. Another fucking kid, dude. And this ain't right wing, left wing. He know he. I don't know if he was fucking MAGA. I don't give a fuck what he was. He was a child that was fucking mentally ill. And the fucked up part is... With him, his parents had called the police on him and got another gun taken away from him because he had a pistol and he was too young to have it. 
So his parents called the cops. They took it from him. He was still able to go buy an AR-15. Why? Because fucking Republicans don't want to pass a nationwide red flag law. It's as simple as that. The red flag law, for let me explain real quick. Red flag laws would be if you knew somebody who you knew that was a danger to themselves or other people, you can report them, right? And once it's on the report, they go into a system where when they go buy a gun, it pulls up. No, this person may be a harm to somebody. So you shouldn't sell them a gun. What the fuck is wrong with that? Bro, Beto O'Rourke, all he wants to do is change the age from 18 to 20. Dude, they just changed the fucking federal law to buy cigarettes to 21. But they're okay with an 18-year-old buying an AR-15? What the fuck is wrong with that? You tell me what is okay with that. No, I'm asking you. <laughs> I mean, you want me to answer that? There's no answer because there's nothing. There's nothing right about that. Exactly. You got to be dumbfounded by that because you're telling the kid, well, you can't, you can't go buy a pack of cigarettes. You can't, you can't go drink alcohol. But here, here's this gun that shoots a lot of fucking bullets at people. Have fun. Come on, man. That's fucking ridiculous to me. But anyway, another mass shooting. I don't want to go off on a tangent on that because I get so mad at people because their defenses are so stupid. When you tell somebody about some shit like that. They, they comment to you, oh, you obviously don't know anything. That's not a machine gun. It doesn't shoot automatic. Okay, it kills people. That's all you need to know. <laughs> it, it is built for yeah. one purpose and one purpose only, to kill someone, to kill something. It, it, I mean, there's no, there's no way around it, dude. But uh, yeah, so um, getting back to the debate and everything and whatnot, there's one debate we need to talk about, and it was one that we were anticipating, and that is John Fetterman versus uh, Dr. Oz. Now, yeah. now, so this one, okay, this one's a double-edged sword uh, because uh, John, um, uh, Mr. John Fetterman, he recently had a stroke. Uh, he miraculously recovered, and thank God, um, sending best wishes to him and his family and everything. Uh, but also, after having that stroke, he went on that debate, and you know, he was not at his prime. He was still like you know recovering. suffering the yeah, after effects. Still he was still recovering and everything, and so. It was, um, yeah, it was definitely one-sided. And however, the other side is that it definitely demonstrated his character. Because Fetterman is a techno-presenters. He's always about the people. He's always about his word. And even though, like, you know, it was, even though going on that stage with the stroke, you know, was it a good move? You know, because we wanted, we wanted to see him, like, you know, in his fighting shape and everything. But at the same time, it did show how great of a, you know, how great his character was because he made a promise. He promised the people that he was going to debate and he wasn't going to like let get anything get in the way. You know, even if he did say like, you know what, we maybe we should have this debate another time, that would have been understandable. You know, you're recovering from a stroke. That is a total understandable reason. But he still wanted to fight on. Well, he's all about fighting for the people. He, dude, he bleeds Pennsylvania. And there's nobody more Pennsylvania than that dude. Yeah, and, and even yeah, and even though this debate didn't as go as you know as he planned or as his uh, supporters and his campaign planned, hopefully this should at least show you know the voters that he is gonna he will do anything even when he's not at his best physical shape. He will still fight for you. To me, what it showed is that he is willing to fight to the end. You know that he's willing to fight to the end. Fucking and. <laughs> the stupidest thing that dr oz said he told people he said that a woman's right to choose is between her mm. her family and a public official he what? literally fucking said that <laughs> he wants to make it where it's between a woman her family and a public official that so he wants people to get permission to get to to have the right to choose 
Jesus Christ. Yeah, that know, is some dude. Handmaiden's Tale <laughs> shit. Dude. He sounds like Joseph Fiennes' character from that show. The guy is a walking piece of shit. Oh, yeah. Dude. He's another oh, shuckster. Man. And the thing is that it's getting worse out there. Like, there was a dude that, and I give it all to Fetterman, and I hope to I hope to God and the universe, uh, to Mohammed, whoever you want to, I hope he wins. I hope he Absolutely. beats Dr. Daz's ass. Honestly, because, like, that debate, seeing him up there, like, you know, still recovering from that stroke, but still fighting on, it was like that scene from Endgame. Where Captain America is beaten, Iron Man and Thor are on the ground knocked out. You see Thanos and his army forming, and yet Cap still straps that shield, <laughs> yep. and he's still ready to fight. Yeah. And speaking, keeping on with the debates, I have another one to talk about, but we're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Junior from Make It a Combo. Thanks for listening to the Minority Report, but don't forget to listen to our podcast, Make It a Combo, where we review movies, talk shit, and have a good time. And our other podcast, MIS Slut, hosted by Andrea where she reads them sexy stories from her listeners. And we're back. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. So we were talking about the debates. Herschel, I may be your baby daddy walker. (laughs) (laughs) He was, he debated uh, the Dr. Reverend, I always forget his name. Why do I always remember the shitty people's names? Wait, is this a new debate or? It was, it was the same debate, but then afterwards he went on an interview and he kept flashing that badge saying that he was a real cop. Oh, you mean that Cracker Jack badge? Yeah, he kept. He goes, "Oh, this is real. This is real." I'm like, "Dude, just stop. You look even stupider." And then he was out at some rally, and he kept talking about pronouns. He goes, "I ain't talking about no no pronouns. Everybody talking about pronouns. The military ain't talking about pronouns. In China, they ain't talking about no pronouns." The he, fuck does that mean? I have no, dude. I don't even think he knows what it means. Hey, guess what? Remember that lady that came out and said that she had a receipt for him. Uh, paying for an abortion. Mm-hmm. There's another one. Another receipt. Another one. And like, uh, like <laughs> DJ, DJ Khaled. Another one. And this isn't like a metaphor, like a, re- a internet receipt or thing. Like literally, they have the actual paper receipt. Yep. Well, she came out and said in the early '90s he was cheating on his wife with her, and she got pregnant. He asked her to go get a, an abortion. She went to the abortion clinic. She remains anonymous. She went to the abortion clinic. She couldn't go through with it. She didn't want it. After being hours inside it, he, she couldn't go through with it. Mm-hmm. So she went back to him and said, I couldn't do it. I want to have the kid. He forced her to go back. He drove her back the next day. Jesus. And he waited in the parking lot until she got it and then took her to the pharmacy to pick up whatever she needed and then drove her home. You know? And there's voicemails of him talking about this she still has them my god like like 28 years later he's just dude he, it just keeps getting worse with this dude he just my needs god. to like he needs to go away he just needs pretty to go much away. because at this point it's like every time he tries to defend himself he just keeps on digging his grave and there's always somebody coming from his past you know showing those receipts it's just and you know what the fucked up thing is well, georgia's still tied that, is, that race just, is still fucking tied. That that boggles my mind. Yeah, and but it, we're but we're talking a fucking southern state. And you know what was his excuse for it? Oh, it never happened. That was a lie. She's okay, lying. okay, Shaggy, it wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that, he's using the Shaggy defense. Right? Just tell him it wasn't you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know what she's talking about. Yeah. Okay, see him not knowing what she's talking about. That I believe. Yeah, because he don't know much. I don't know much. much. He don't know it nothing. <laughs> you know, he is Jon Snow. You know nothing, Herschel Walker. <laughs> but the thing is, is like everybody keeps coming out of the woodwork. It's just, it's just ridiculous already. Mm-hmm. It, he, he reminds me of that one um, 
what was it, councilman from uh, Parks and Rec. He was supposed to be a parody of all of those uh, uh, politicians that keep having affairs. Um, like the, I forgot his name, but he was naming all of his affairs while his wife is in the background doing like, oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, is, I'm sorry yeah. for cheating on my wife with, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, uh, with Susie from the Red Lobster. I remember that. Cameron yeah. from the uh, Olive Garden. I, but yeah, Herschel Walker is bit a Parks and Rec character because all these affairs keep coming up and he keeps denying. It's like at this point, dude, well, just, it's not even just so fucking embrace, honestly, embrace your affairs. It's just not even the affairs. Yeah. Is that he's sitting out there going, it bad to have abortion. Mm-hmm. Don't nobody need no abortion. It'll right the love. The children need a father. Uh, what about those four kids that you don't recognize in the eight abortions you pay for? Mm-hmm. That's all lies. N- none ever happened. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. And yet he's still fucking tied. I don't get it. I don't get it. You know what they say about Raphael Warnock? Oh, well, he cheated. What about there's accusations that he hit his wife? Okay. Yeah. Is is that's is it, that's just an accusation? Yeah. Where's the proof? And and he divorced his wife. They're divorced. Yeah. He's a, he's a single man. Right. But that's all you got. <laughs> and really that was got. actually another thing is that you know Democrats and everything like you know they have their flaws. They had their affairs and all that, but they own up to them. Yeah. They get called out. Yeah. I mean, and also, and like the chemist, like, you know what? That did happen. And I, that's one of my biggest regrets. So, but Republicans, again, it's like, oh, it wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Well, that's the thing. They defend them like tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. And it's like, everybody goes back to, well, what about Hunter Biden? Okay, well, what about him? If they yeah. investigate and there was something wrong, fucking lock him up. And uh, he we don't fuck, fucking care. And guess what? He fucking rent a rehab for that shit. Yeah, no, but I'm just saying is the difference between a Republican voter and a Democratic voter, if a Democrat finds out the politician got fucking, I don't know, fucking did some shit, you lock him up. I don't give a fuck. He stole money. He stole documents. Fucking lock him up. I don't yeah. give a fuck. You know, we got somebody else. The Republicans is like, oh no, he's our Lord and Savior. Yeah. We need to stay with him forever. And that's the difference between a political party and a cult exactly yeah because like if when when uh clinton when clinton they found out that he was you know getting a little in the oval office people were like oh fuck this dude you know but he got he got impeached but he got out of office he let he was he got impeached right before he left office yeah, yeah. so he got impeached mm-hmm. okay big deal Moving on, you know, we moved on from him and it's yeah. like, whatever. He lied, you know, he lied at first and then, you know, he realized he fucked up and said, you know what? I did indeed, in fact, have a, an affair with Miss Lewinsky. I was, jo- yeah. Well, because, yeah. you know, he goes, I did not have sexual relations with that woman. <laughs> Bill, oral counts. Oh, well, then, yeah. <laughs> 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 because it, it was like one of those oh, oral doesn't count. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it does. <laughs> I mean, at least he learned. That's all I have to say. Exactly. <laughs> oh, it does count. Oh, okay. Oh, I mean, okay. He's My from bad. Arkansas, so the standards are different. <laughs> <laughs> it was like what well, we talk about in clerks. Yeah, thirty-seven <laughs> dicks in a row. <laughs> but everybody has been debating. The only debate I haven't seen, and I don't know if they have, is fucking. Oh, I don't think he's. No, no, no. I don't think he's up. Well, for election is our buddy Cancun Cruz. Oh God! Okay, I've been, we were, I've been. Have you, have you been catching up with the world, uh, Cancun Cruz slander world tour? Well, re, real quick before we go into that, Sammy and I were talking. He calls him. He he, he calls himself Ted Cruz, right? But his name is oh, I, yeah, Rafael, Rafael Edward Cruz. Rafael Edward Cruz. He's basically a villain from Azor. Where, where does the Ted come from? Where does the fucking Ted come? We're sitting there going, where does the Ted come from? Doesn't it come from Edward? No, it would be Ed, 
Eddie. But but it could be like, isn't it one of those names where you like, you know, you get Dick from William or something? No, no, oh no, Dick no. from uh, Richard. <laughs> yeah, but you get Dick from William. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna get some dick, I mean, it might as well be Slick Willie. Bill Clinton's like the Matthew McConaughey from Arkansas. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> I'm back, Biatch. I'm back. Hey, no <laughs> party like a White House party because a White House party don't stop. Dad is back. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the thing. Is that so? Rafi, well, Rafael Cruz, uh, Mr. Cancun 2020, he went. I don't okay. The Astros, this is what it was. The Astros were playing my New York Yankees in the, in the American League uh series, so he decided to go to game four of the series because, yes, the Astros did sweep the Yankees. Unfortunately, he went to try to go celebrate. Little did he know that New York and especially Yankee fans, we have something that's called the Bronx cheer. You know what that is? Booze. We rain you with booze. And then we There's tell the you, irony. And then we tell you, fuck you. You know, it, the middle finger is the salute you get. So he sat at Yankee Stadium behind the, the catcher. Mm-hmm. And he thought that he wasn't going to catch shit in New York. New York is very is more liberal than people would think. Right. You know, people think that New Yorkers are assholes and they're just aggressive people. No, I mean they may be aggressive and mm-hmm. they're very blunt and to the point. Mm-hmm. But, but they keep it real. But they will give you the shirt off your back. Yeah. It, they said, <laughs> here's the what somebody made this uh, equation. They said a New Yorker will be the kind of person that if you got a flat on the side of the road, they'll pull over mm-hmm. and help you change your fucking flat. But the whole time. I can't believe you don't know how to fucking change a tie. What right. the fuck's wrong They'll with you? They'll help you, you but, talk piece of but shit. give you shit. Yeah, what are you fucking... It's out of love. Yeah, what are you fucking dumb? <laughs> like, and they'll do that, but they'll help you. Yeah. Whether somebody said, well, whereas on the West Coast, they'll like just drive by you and go, oh my God, somebody should stop and help them. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I wonder if they have triple A. What the fuck, dude? I mean, as someone who grew up on the West Coast, you're not wrong. <laughs> no, I'm saying somebody equated it to me. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're right. New Yorkers will give you the shirt off our back, but then be like, you're fucking asshole. You're yeah, I have to give you my shirt. God damn oh, it. the fuck? Are you lucky I got another one? <laughs> <laughs> this is so, Gucci, motherfucker. So he went there and he expected a warm reception. Mm-hmm. He got a hot one. Yeah. Because they were fucking... Oh, God. It was, it was pure excellence. Oh, there were so many fucking mm-hmm. booze. It was just great. And, you know, the thing is, is that... New York, especially the Bronx, they're all about family. And you have Cruz oh, yeah. who sold out, who fucking threw his wife under the bus when Trump called her ugly. You think Oh, they that, mentioned that. Yeah. You think that somebody that fucking threw his wife under the bus was gonna get um welcome in a um in a neighborhood in a borough that's all about family? Bro, not even, the whole city is about that. Yeah. There's the one dude who's like, Fuck you, you racist piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's like, another thing. Like you know the Bronx, you know New York's a fucking melting pot, and you have this asshole who'd white who's whitewashed his entire life. Oh, dude, I, that guy I was like, I buy that guy a beer. Yeah, I buy that guy an eight dollar Yankee Stadium beer. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, Cruz is like pretty much like he represents everything that you know New York or the you know the world, but New Yorkers in general hate. The Good Liars were at a Trump rally. All right. I don't know if you know the Good Liars. They're fucking great. They're hilarious. Mm. They're kind of like a Jordan Clever, but they do it on a constant. Oh, okay. I haven't heard about them because I thought you were just doing like a ironic nickname for like the Proud Boys or no, something. No, no, no. These guys are called the Good Liars. <laughs> the Good Liars. They they walk around and they they uh, they they fucking troll. Uh, Trump supporters mm. like they they had one that said uh, let's fuck Biden it said let's fuck wait, Biden wait, let's fuck Biden yeah okay cool I mean like whatever floats your boat <laughs> no but I'm saying at a Trump rally people yeah. are here oh oh gotcha gotcha yeah. no they'll wear that at a Trump rally yeah. let's fuck Biden oh wait a minute are you talking I actually know what now that you mentioned that skinny dude you know, the guy's a little short dude he sold 
a fucking let's fuck Biden shirt to a Trumper. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. So, now, now I remember that. Okay. Yeah. So they were at a Trump rally, and the one thing they said that, and somebody was talking to them, a Trump supporter. Uh, they they said that well, a Trump cultist. That one thing that every Republican and Democrat can agree on is that they hate Ted Cruz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, his own party don't like him. Well, I mean, like, what's to like? I don't know. He's but a, also. Oh my God! Because like you see in the Republican Party now, if they want to disassociate from you, that means you really fucked up, bro. Let me tell you, it, yeah, yeah. If if fucking MAGA supporters that Trump could like like he said literally shoot somebody in the middle of Madison Avenue and mm-hmm. they still vote for him, if they don't like you, well, then you're just a piece of shit. Right. It's like when uh the Ku Klux Klan um disavowed did or distance themselves from like the Westboro Baptist church. Like if the scummiest of the scum doesn't want anything to do with you, that speaks volumes about you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, absolutely. If, if <laughs> it's like the FLDS that Warren Jeffs, mm-hmm. if the, if the, if the, uh, well, no, I don't want to say the LDS are scum because they're not, mm-hmm. they're good people. I, I've met a lot of good people that are LDS, but anyway, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> so New York, let him know Yankee stadium, let him know. Right. Then that motherfucker, there's there's a there's pictures of him sitting at his seat mm-hmm. and there's a there's this very lovely woman sitting behind him. She has a crop top on. She has her hat sitting, you know, her hat all the way down and she's you know, voluptuous let's just say. And he goes on his podcast and he's talking about I knew if I looked back, I'd be all over the media. I'd everybody be talking about how I looked at her breast. Guess what he did? Looked at her breast. He did it anyway. Right. Yeah. You know? And here he's talking about she was a very Lovely woman, she's so good looking, dude. You have no respect for your wife. You know, you're on national TV. It's the fucking playoffs, so you're gonna be on television. Yeah, you're right behind the the fucking catcher, and you're gonna stare at a woman or check out a woman. You have no respect for your wife. You let this motherfucking piece of shit, Orange Julius, fucking call her ugly, and now you fucking tr- fucking checking out other chicks while she's standing right there. I'm here. He's like, it just. I wonder, like, how does he find ways to become even more get even more low than he is before it's like costanza on venom you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm talking about bane venom can't stand you yeah <laughs> can't stand you cruz yeah but um but also not only was it the um, the yankee game well before you wait. continue before you continue i'm gonna let you finish mm-hmm. i'm gonna let you finish. okay you. <laughs> but it was also the fact that at yankee stadium they were calling him out all this shit and he just fucking kept going and he thought that they were cheering for him he's actually smiling and waving there's people calling him racist so you gotta understand something about yankee stadium mm-hmm. jose canseco he had to be pulled off the field one time because when he broke up with madonna they were throwing d batteries at him like Gee, those things hurt <laughs> Isn't isn't that a New York pastime, just throwing batteries, or is that Philly? Eh, No, that's Yankee Stadium. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, you were gonna say. Okay, so the um the can the Cancun cruise like um uh, slander world tour continues because he made an appearance on the View. Oh yeah. Uh, this past Monday, Uh, a, a young lady in the audience protested screams at him uh, she was holding up a flag i forgot what the flag said but called him a piece of shit just like v- spewed out all this venom it was fucking amazing called him a racist called him a piece of garbage called yeah well, she called him all kinds of fucking oh big time absolutely and she was escorted out 
And so, and of course, like, you know, um, a huge chunk of the audience cheered, cheered her on and everything. And so, um, Whoopi Goldberg and them, they had to like, you know, be civil and everything. Like Whoopi was like, excuse us, excuse us. You have to let us do our jobs. We hear what you say, but you, you know, you got to go. We got to, you know, let's do our jobs. We still have a show to do and everything. And Navarro was like, oh, so sorry that this happened in our house. But you know damn well that most of the ladies from The View backstage after he left were fucking high-fiving. Well, <laughs> now that you say that, actually one of them, she was very civil. She's, okay, I... There's very few Republicans that I like. Ana Navarro is one of them. She's a badass. Ana Navarro, who, if you guys don't know, she is a newer to The View. I think she hasn't been there that very long. She's mm -hmm. a Nicaraguan American. She's a strategist. She was, I think she was in political office before. But anyway, Ana Navarro is a very outspoken Latina. Mm -hmm. And she was on there and she read him the riot act. Like she even called him out saying, why do you support Trump? He called your wife ugly. He said your father was involved in the JFK shooting. Why do you support somebody like that? Because she can't fucking stand Trump. Yeah, she is definitely one of the very few Republicans these days. That's an actual Republican? That's an actual Republican. Not seen since John McCain that will call their party out on their shit. Well, she's a little bit more I guess you could say not as moderate as McCain because mm -hmm. McCain was like, oh, let's just all get along. Navarro, Navarro's like, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to call you she, out on your she shit, She was asshole. a Malcolm X to uh, McCain's MLK. Yeah. <laughs> just like, her, her, the Magneto to her, his there Professor you go. X. No, but she read it. She read and then Cruz came up with all this bullshit and mm -hmm. just fucking talk around and fucking just, it's like, really, dude? Honestly, like... He, I can't stand seeing him bullshit because he's not good at it. It takes talent. Like they say on Veep, it takes talent to bullshit. Yeah. Dude, it was a miracle she didn't come out and just straight up here like, as a Latino man, how dare you let them talk to your wife? I was wife? about to say. He goes, how dare you let them talk about your wife like that? You should have right. fucking slapped his ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, you should have. Honestly, I think like after, before like, you know, the wife slandering, like, I mean, he's did some shit, but it's like, okay, whatever. Politicians are going to politicians. When Trump slandered his wife and he didn't do anything about it and still continued to hold his belt loop, that was it. Okay. It was it was all downhill. Well from the thing there. is he started holding his belt loop after he did it. Not yeah. continued. They were both running for president mm -hmm. in the primaries. And Trump was talking how his women are better looking than Ted Cruz. Look at his wife, blah, blah, blah. Jesus. It, that and, was a fuck. And he mm. let he goes, now when you attack Hottie, you attack me and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. All this bullshit. Yeah. And then he went to go suck up to Trump mm -hmm. after that. Not only okay, that, that's even worse. He accused his father to being part of the JFK assassination as a part of a Cuban, mm -hmm. uh, a Cuban assassin team. Right. It's like, what the fuck? And you let him talk? Bro, let me tell you something. As a, as a, and not just because I'm a Latino man, but it's part of it because of that. You ain't fucking talking shit about my wife, dude. I'll punch you in the fucking neck. You know, and it's my father. I didn't even really get along with my father, and I still fucking punch you in the neck. You talk right, shit. Right. It's like, unless you got fucking papers, proof, shut the fuck up. Absolutely. Anybody who, like, let anybody who throws their family under the bus, just, ugh. Rafael Cruz is a piece of shit. That's all we know. What we want to remind you guys is that the election is coming up. And the most important thing, they're calling it Rovember because Roe versus Wade needs to be codified. Mm -hmm. uh, Joe Biden is doing his best. Let me get, don't, don't, don't get it twisted. People online try to attack me. And all they first do is Joe Biden this, Joe Biden that. Okay, Joe Biden's the president, and I respect that. He's not my favorite. 
I don't care. You talk shit about him. That's that's another thing that a lot of these Republican attackers think. They think in black and white. Well, they think, oh, well, you're a Democrat, so it's going to yeah. hurt your feelings if I talk yeah. about Biden. I don't give a fuck. I remember I used to have like uh, these sparring battles with this one, like, you know, straight up. We're talking like, you know, Omega level Trumper and everything. And I've every time I call him out on his shit, on his Trump worshiping and everything, he always says like, well, you Democrats. And I've repeatedly told him. I'm an independent. I've told you this several hundred fucking times. And it's always that type of thinking with um with the you know far right Republicans. Mm-hmm. And it gets it gets so fucking old. Oh yeah, it is because I I voted I voted Democrat this last election. I voted for George Bush in, in two thousand was it two thousand four? Whenever the hell he won. I voted for him. I ain't gonna lie. But the, the thing is is that uh, the, what they don't understand is that we don't we don't politician worship. Yeah. I don't. Politicians they, are not our. Um, no, are not our personality. Our deities. No, yeah. exactly. They sit there and they fucking ran rib. Oh well, what about you with Biden? I don't give a fuck. Go ahead. He ain't my daddy. You ain't gonna hurt my feelings. You talk shit about Biden. Great. You want to talk policies? What the changes that he's made in the bills that he signed? Let's talk about that shit. Let's talk about the facts, not emotions. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Oh, oh no, he ha- he eats ice cream. That's their newest scandal. He eats ice cream. Oh really? Because like the tan suit wasn't like major, you know, shocking enough for them. Oh, mustard on a burger. Let's not forget that one. Oh my sweet Christ. <laughs> yeah, they said me, somebody came out and said some bullshit on one of those bullshit right wing networks mm-hmm. that he eats a lot of ice cream because he's suffering from Alzheimer's. Since when does ice cream consumption have, have no something idea. to do with Alzheimer's? I have no idea. Yeah. If somebody tried to at me in some comments today talking about, oh, that he's an old man. I'm like, dude, mm-hmm. you realize Trump's only three years younger than him, right? And all, oh, and that's another thing. Like, you know what's funny is that they always like to attack Biden for like, you know, he has dementia. He has all this, that, and everything. And yet we have Trump who professionals, medical professionals, say he has all the telltale signs of dementia silence projection it's just crazy well one one other thing i wanted to say before we wrap up is that there's a lot of turmoil there's a lot of shit that people are talking about each other and that's fine and it's all well and good but at the end of the day we're all americans we we all stand underneath the same flag mm-hmm. what we got to do is the best for this country and the best for the future of our children and we're not doing that right now and it's all honestly all the fault of one person because people want to say that Biden has caused discord in this country. No, no, man. Not that shit started in 2016. Mm-hmm. If I, anything, Biden tried to like pretty much put a bandaid on this entire country. Obama didn't do it. Clinton yep. didn't do it. It's all one man's fault. And he's the one that's dividing the country because he gave a voice to the most bigoted of all Americans. And that's all, that's all I got to say about that. We want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. Remember to follow us on social media. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram, Twitter. I actually started a Reddit for us. And on TikTok, we're the Minorities Report podcast. The Minorities Report 2.0 also on TikTok uh, because I've, I've kind of upset some of the snowflake Republicans and they kind of <laughs> reported us. But anyway, follow us on there. Go ahead and listen to the podcast and follow us. Review us on Apple if you listen to it on Apple. We appreciate the feedback. Let us know if there's anything you guys want to talk to us about. But yeah, just go ahead and follow us on all social media and drop us a message if if there's anything that you want to talk to us about. Jay, have a good week. You as well. And we will see you. You've just listened to the Minorities Report from Make It A Combo Productions. 
executive produced by Jesse and Junior. Check them out on all platforms. And don't forget to follow our other podcasts, Am I a Slut? And Make It a Combo. Thank you and goodbye.